thinking, like, was it, was it last weekend that we were all the way north in Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah, yeah. that is we the came truth. Back Monday. And then, uh, what did we do? Work a few days. Well, you did, I didn't. <laughs> Not at the moment. And then boogie in the other direction. I also rode Thursday night as well. Didn't ride Tuesday, but I did ride Thursday, so. Um, Woohoo! Yeah. So, Niagara region, and we went to Balls Falls today, which, on the face of it, is not the first place you would think to go mountain biking. However, Jessica's still on her road to recovery, and I looked at it, and we looked at it a few times. So, we were a bit interested in exploring. It turned out there's a good, there's a good chunk of Bruce Trail, or Bruce-type trail, Niagara Peninsula type trail, so big rocky wooded ravines, uh, which was pretty good for mushrooms. And yes, it was. There were a lot of green trails, which were fine. Uh, a couple of blues. One blue that was called what was it called? The Frolic one. Yeah. Forest Frolic Trail. So I did Forest Frolic about five or six times at the end, um, which was good both ways. So. Yeah, I think this is going to be super short, but from a riding point of view, if you're just passing and you want to pop in, they're pretty welcoming to mountain bikers. It yeah. really is an easy blue, but it's a bit rocky and rooty, it's a bit interesting. Great place to go if you've never ridden much before and you just want to start and try something a bit more difficult with loads of nice green trails around and in a nice setting. And we managed to see some waterfalls, so... Yeah, I would say it was more of a little exploratory ride today, and seeing as we've been in the car an awful lot doing some other things, it was a nice break to just stretch our legs and backs and just get out of the tin can and into nature for a little bit before getting back in it for this gosh darn awful travel back to the city. We still managed to do five miles as a side note. Yeah, we, we did a proper little explore, for we, sure. I think we rode every trail at Balls Falls, including a couple we perhaps weren't supposed to. Right. Uh, but the park people were friendly. They were super friendly. Yeah, no, I, I did wonder if anybody was going to give us a hard time for being on our bikes, but no. But time for cruising. Yeah. Jessica had a few uh, little finds as well. As did you, you I would say we spotted one thing at the same time, and then you spotted something, and then I spotted something. Yeah, I saw some oysters, uh, which I thought were a bit old, but Jessica decided to take them. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. No mushroom gets left behind. And then you had a nice little windfall. I did have a nice little sighting of a quite a decent cluster of lion's mane. And you also found something else. Well, that was the thing I thought we spotted, spotted together at oh, the that. same time. Was um, at first just crime scenes and remnants of chicken of the woods. And uh, upon getting a little closer to investigate, there was one little beauty on the other side that got left behind. Someone missed it. It was weird as well because there was a shelf of 
chicken that had been sort of cut off and left on a tree, like someone had thought they knew what it was and then changed their mind or I don't know what happened, but it's a bit weird that it was kind of... He was a little old, old and dried out though. Did you, did you see? I said leave that one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, he was progress. like a leather sole for a shoe. Normally I would always say, no, take it. Well, we've had a lot of bad luck with chicken until our recent windfall. Now we're all blasé. Like, unless it's 80 pounds, we're not interested. <laughs> no, I did think, though, that, you know what? That could be a nice little mix of a mixy mash stir-fry tonight with, a, well, a hefty dose of lion's mane, a decent amount of um, oysters, and... A good little sprinkling of chicken. I thought I smell mushroom toast coming oh, on be good. tonight. I was going to ask you what was for dinner. To be honest. Was... Oh, we even had a little brie che- brie cheese, which is well, unusual for us. Yeah, actually, that would be a good. And wouldn't that be meal. nice with those little suckers? It'd be excellent. I think we're tired and hungry and delusional, or at least I am. Well, you have uh, sugar poisoning or something from your I huge cone that you had. Had an interesting cone experience today. Do you want me to launch into that? Yeah, I think go for it. So we did find a. I would give it a five-star uh, ice cream joint today in the town of Welland. It is called Cool Licks Ice Cream Parlor, and boy was I ever glad that we decided to stop there. Normally we have a cone after our ride, but today, just the way things worked out, um, we had to pounce on a cone pre-ride, and I did not intend on having such a large quantity pre-ride, but it had to be done. It was as big as my head, off with my head. Um... So, wow, this place was such a gem. It was, uh, how would you even describe the inside? A bit Carnival Circus-like? Yeah, it was like a amusement arcade kind of vibe yeah. with, like, little kids' rides and popcorn machines and candy floss machines. And I wonder if, because we're now in September, I wonder if in the height of summer they have them all outside or whatever or it's much busier but in the fall um, apart from the ice cream nothing much seemed to be working did it there was like all the slots to put your coins in were all taped over and stuff so I, yeah I don't know but it was a big like a diner would you describe it kind of S shaped bench in there yeah so there was a really cool it was like one gigantic booth that snaked through the middle of the inside of the parlor in a big S shape and yeah there was you could sit really anywhere on it but within the S the two circular parts or rounded parts there was tables or a table um it was pretty interesting never seen anything like that before um and now, on to the ice cream. And what flavors did you have, Jessica? Well, hold on. How many flavors do you think that they had? I don't know. The sign said 25, but there must have been oh, God. 70 or more, I would have said. I don't know. Well, if you count the soft serve, then 
Yeah, definitely. And those ones at the end, and then there was some at the back. And then there was some in a back freezer, yeah. I think 70, 75 maybe. Of actual tubs of ice cream? Yeah. I would have said 50, but either way, a lot. Probably more than I've ever seen anywhere. You were impressed. I cannot think of another ice cream place that I've ever been that I've had more flavors on offer. No, I'm no, not. I can't. I can't even think of it. I'm not an ice cream expert, but I do have to say that was the best cone I'd had. As in, the cone was quite big and robust, and I appreciated that. I know yours had a hole in it, but mine was. Well, fine. I think she had to do a serious workout to get mine Cram scooped. That it stuff was in there. so rock hard. Um, I could definitely excuse that. She was at it for a long time, but she succeeded. She did. She was persistent. So, yeah, so you were saying about the flavors. Um, yes, never seen such a large flavor selection ever in the history of my cone eating, and that's quite a few cones. <laughs> <laughs> but, so what flavors did you have? I had Niagara Peach, because we were in Niagara, it seemed like a sensible thing to do. Sensible. And then I had Rolo Chocolate, because... I don't know if you have Rolos here, but we have Rolos in England, and I haven't had a Rolo for a very long time, and I saw it and thought, you know what, I want Rolos, and I'm going to have the peach. I would say that the peach, for me, was not too sweet and very peachy, which I did peach enjoy. Yeah, and it wasn't a fake peach flavour either, it was like proper peach flavour. Right. So that made me happy. Well, you looked jolly happy while enjoying that cone. The only thing was yours took so long to build that, then you finished mine by the time you got yours, which was a bit of a shame. But well, who knew, but... That's the way it goes, eh? Um, yeah, I think the problem was is that one of the flavors that I selected was so rock-hard that Gal had a quite a difficult time in a workout trying to scoop a ball of it. And I did argue with her. She was suggesting I put that flavor on the bottom. And I was adamant that I did not want that flavor touching another flavor. Yeah, you were quite. I was quite. quite I had a game plan and that was my story and I was sticking to it. And I'm certainly glad I did in the end. So, you're supposed to ask what flavors did you get, Jessica? So what flavors did you get, Jessica? I did ask, but that was too soon. So, I selected, well, three flavors that I have never, ever seen. And I think they were the only three flavors that I had never, ever seen. And I had all of them. Number one, are you ready for this? Root beer. Now that Root I beer understand. ice cream. And I get, and you enjoyed that. Right? that. It was a 10 out of 10. It was not too crazy sweet. It was actually quite refreshing. Um, it was delicious. I could have eaten three scoops of that straight up. But I had to also try dill pickle ice cream as yeah. well as Chicago mix. Now. So I don't, right. I know what dill pickle is just to say Chicago mix, not even the slightest clue 
what that is. No idea. Right. So I did mention, and I will tell everyone, because not everybody does know what Chicago Mix. In fact, I didn't know until like a year or two ago. And Chicago Mix is, I don't know who came up with this, but of what I know of it, it's a mix of like two kinds of popcorn. Caramel corn, caramel popcorn, and cheese popcorn, which seems like a really weird, unlikely match, but it actually kind of works together. You know, classic salty sweet. And I do love salty sweet. But to top it off, I thought dill pickle and cheese. Okay, yeah, duh. And dill pickle and caramel could work too. So that is why I wanted those two flavors touching each other. And whoa, those two were sinkers. (laughs) They were... Very sweet and very strong. Uh, I'm not sure that I would get them again, but I was mighty glad I tried them. And like I said, I've never seen them anywhere else, so no regrets. So the lady described the dill pickle to you as if you buy a bag of dill pickle chips, as you call them, in the American continent, not crisps like we call them. But anyway, if you bought dill chips that that was what the flavour was like and I would say that that was 100% what the flavour was like she was not lying had to one us one little taste and didn't require any more to be honest it was pretty heavy duty it nearly uh, finished you off didn't it you had like well you had dill pickle sweats afterwards didn't you? <laughs> I did anytime I hit a Anytime I did hit a bump on my bicycle, which is often, uh, I was like hiccuping or burping dill pickle ice cream. It was rather strange. Just the dill pickle though, not the other flavor. No, not the other flavor. Um, yeah, they were just really rich. I would recommend if you ever get to there, asking for a half a scoop of each of those. However, the bar it was a bargain price. And they were not small scoops either. No. And she did a great job scooping too. She did. I would agree. And then remember how strange I felt after I ate the cone? Yeah, you did comment on the fact that you felt not quite yourself. It was an interesting sensation. I've never felt this way after a cone. I felt very snoozy and hyper at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay, we went riding afterwards and found mushrooms, at which point you got distracted, I think, and then everything yeah. was alright. But Balance yeah, you has did, been restored. You did look a bit bewildered, I guess. It's it was a weird feeling. Do you want to oh, pause? Well. Sorry. Sorry, I know this. Oh, there we go. We're back. So, the price was fantastic. Yeah. It was a bargain. It was quite a bargain. Um, she said, because I wondered if they made the flavours, she said no, they sourced them from all over Ontario. I think she said there were nine different suppliers within southern Ontario. That's what I recalled hearing. I'm sure that was correct. So um, so they don't make it themselves, but lots of different flavours. Uh, yeah, I think you could tell it was the end of the season for them. I think they'd had enough. 
I think it said they're open till December, till ah, Christmas, okay. though. Well, that's what the sign said. I wonder when they open there. March, maybe. Maybe. May. Anyway, we'll report back on that. I'll have a look on the old website and see what it says. Um, I go. On. Sorry, I was just going to say that there was also plenty of places to sit outside. A lot, actually. And if you've got bikes in the back of the car, it's uh, ideal, I would say. In fact, there were plenty of places to park as well, because there was parking even around back. But specifically for us, uh, us folks with bikes on the back of the car, there was multiple spots right out front and tons of seating. So a brand new fire extension next fire, a brand new fire station next door. So if your car's on fire and you're headed for a cake, <laughs> excellent. What if the firemen check out the ice cream place? I'd be in trouble if I was a fireman there. Yeah, I think you would. Big trouble. <laughs> oh, I think the ice cream shop's on fire again. I just need to pop over and check. <laughs> I did just want to revisit the riding thing and yeah, mushrooms. So. Because the place we were today was so small, unusually, and we rode, or I rode the same trail a few times, and so did you. Um, sometimes if you're looking for mushrooms specifically, rather than out for a ride, it is worth riding the trail both ways, if that makes sense. Because yeah. you tend to see more, and we did, it wasn't edible, but we did see more mushrooms going back the way we'd come than we did the first time, didn't we? Those, Absolutely. Uh, so I was, that was just something I wanted to mention, which sounds like common sense, but actually it, it isn't obvious until you do it. No, good point for sure. Um, and equally I, the trail too, right? Like not even just for mushrooms, but you get a different experience doing a trail backwards to forwards, forward to backwards. Right? Yeah, and I, I would say unless it's a one directional trail then but I would say that riding mountain bike trails is good for your skills the more you know something the better it is like the more you know something in one direction the better it is to ride in the other direction because then it's like a whole new trail also riding big full suspension bikes which is fine if you then ride something you've ridden a lot on a hardtail or something with no travel at all then again it could be a different experience so can spice things up a bit. <laughs> so yeah, I thought it was a great, um, you know, just little scenic cruise or bring the whole family cruise or uh, go for a little hunt, bring a picnic. There were facilities which we actually did not go in and check out, but there was definitely facilities there. There happened to be a wedding and actually even though there was a wedding and a lot of people there today, there was hardly anybody out on the trails, was there? As always, you know. Yeah. Um, also, we should mention the falls, I suppose. Yes. Oh, we didn't even. Wow, slacking here. <laughs> so there's, you know better than me now, there was lower falls and upper falls, or? Yep, that is correct. And I believe we went to the upper falls first, which we thought were slightly more superior well, yeah the upper falls the falls themselves are a, you know they're a bit like Jessica's rustling the map here but the sorry. falls themselves are a bit like other falls uh, 
in shorter hills and places like that. So they're it's like ball. Yeah, and the rock is quite crumbly and the water's a bit wispy. But what I would say is the limestone the I don't know what the rock is, but the stone pavement type features at the, slabs? the top of the falls, they were cool, weren't they? I would have if we didn't I would have if there'd have been nobody there I would have ridden on them, which you're probably not supposed to. But if there'd have been um, if we hadn't had our bikes I would have explored a bit more on those rock slabs because it looked like it went up the riverbed didn't it quite a yeah way. and there was no water flowing over these rock slabs to be uh, clear no from the upper falls so I would like to explore them a bit more if we ever happen to be there without a bike or if we're there and there's nobody there then maybe a bit of riding up there um, and then where the church and everything is then that's where the lower falls are and we went and had a look at them correct we found a nice little feature there didn't we to hang out on what big huge the chair big bench yeah the big huge bench yeah um and i have to say even though there was a lot of people milling about it was it was all fine everybody was friendly and everybody was upset by the fact we were on bikes i mean you can take bikes there but sometimes people get a bit huffy did you want to say anything about the woolen mill ruins? Because that that was quite cool too. Yeah, it's there's a little map you can get from the visitor centre which we acquired. But yeah, it is worth looking in the woods because you found an old water pump, I think you saw. Yeah, you? I did. Um, and then there's the ruins of an old woolen mill, which is quite interesting, which is a good few hundred years old. And there's just the doorway left. I guess it was there because of the river. And then there's the old what that is that? Wooden mazy like yeah. pen type area. I don't know what that was, but I'm sure there was some story behind it. And there's like an old house, a church, I think there's a blacksmith, some other stuff going on. Oh, there was lots of stuff over by the um, by the church. There's lime kiln ruins, a fury cabin, a blacksmith shop. Fairchild Cabin, the church, the display barn, Grist Mill, Presbyterian, no, I'm sorry, pedestrian, Presbyterian, <laughs> pedestrian bridge, bake oven, carriage shed, ball home, fruit drying. That's about the most interesting thing to me on there. There's also a walking nature trail that joins up with the Bruce Trail as well, which is not for bicycles, I noticed. I guess we could also mention, too, that the water is, um, the waterway traveling through there is Twenty Mile Creek. There you go. Good to know. <laughs> so, did Anything we... else to add? Did we cover it all? So I think we are, as always, we're going to chuck this in as a bonus because it's not a proper one for us. Um, but yeah, good little add-on if you're in the Niagara area, a bit of an evening explore or do a few of the others. I'll put links to our other Niagara podcasts in the description so you can go back and listen to them. Uh, I would say that we are improving, so the earlier ones might be not quite as slick, not that we're particularly slick, but, <laughs> um, but I'll put a link to the old ones in there. Cool. Anything else to add? Until next time. Get lost. <laughs>